My entitled mom is demanding that I quit my job and go back to grad school. My mother is an extremely entitled mother. Borderline Karen activity, if you know what I mean. And she has struck once again. And this time, she has some very extreme demands. Her first demand is that I quit my job at Walmart. Her stance on this is because they treat their workers bad, and it's just too far. Both of these points are null and void in my eyes, as it's literally just 20 minutes away. And they treated me fine so far. I think her supposedly making me do this is so I can go back to grad school for a certificate program. I want to stay with Walmart as they are giving me an unofficial entry-level position in my field, and this will allow me to transfer into the corporate office as they have a robust department that is world-renowned, and not just because they are a worldwide company. And that will be a great point on my resume, I think. Transportation from A to B is not a problem, as I have my driver's license and a car I can use whenever I want. I need the money, despite what my mother was wailing about whenever she says, you don't need the money. Besides, I love working for the company as I have friends at my job that make the day go by faster and make me smile, unlike my entitled mother. Her second point is to continue to push me to attend grad school in a certificate program. I am not against the idea of going to grad school. I just want to work for a while to get the experience and hopefully take advantage of an employer's benefit to pay for my grad school when the full program gets approved in a couple of years. My entitled mother's response was, you should still apply as most certificate programs become grad school programs and it'll only be a year or two on top of it. I mentioned to her that I don't want to look at grad school right now. The reason for this is because I have been in school for at least 16 years across three countries. I deserve a break from school, at least for a while in my eyes. And to boot, my friends are not doing grad school right away either. They're all trying to get jobs in their fields for after graduation. I think the way they're acting is all just to try and increase my dependence on them when I told them that no, I don't want to be a third wheel in their life and that I want to have my own life and I have a plan. I mean, honestly, it sounds like the original poster in this story has their stuff together. Like they very clearly know what they want and they have it pretty much figured out. And to be honest, there's nothing wrong with working at Walmart, especially if you have aspirations to move to the corporate level. That could be a really good step in the right direction. You don't necessarily have to go back to grad school to get a special certificate to do the job that you want to do. And it sounds like this guy has a way to get around all of that. He won't have to go to school. He can just kind of jump the fence and then go straight to their program. And it sounds like in a few years, Walmart might have a program where they pay for that themselves. How could you not stay loyal to that and at least give that a try? Especially if it sounds like this is already in the works. And in all honesty, grad school is a grind. Even when you do want to be there. Imagine being there when you don't want to do that. It will not be a good time. And unless you are getting amazingly funded by somebody or you have some kind of grant that's helping you get through school, you'll be paying for the privilege of suffering. That is, unless you go. It sounds like from the outside looking in that the mom is trying to control the path that her son is taking, and I just don't think that's fair at all. He has his situation worked out, and he knows what he wants to do. And in all honesty, she just needs to back off and let him make his own decisions. I think my dad has a secret family and I'm very concerned. My mom says she and my dad haven't been intimate in 20 years. Me and my sister are both in our mid-20s, so I guess they basically had us and just gave up after that. Anyway, my suspicions are because my dad makes a lot of money, but he doesn't do anything for my mom besides pay the rent for our tiny apartment. I still live with them, sadly, 
But I am suspicious because ever since I was a kid, he would travel for concerts, but that's about it. Besides that, he's gone like all day and goes straight to bed. I found a receipt in his car one time that had a bunch of kids meals and a martini on it. My dad says he doesn't drink except for like a sip of wine every now and then for his heart health. When I asked him about it, he acted in shock and said he had no idea where it came from. My mom has severe mental health issues and is home almost all of the time. He doesn't spend time with her at all. She's depressed and lonely and has even made jokes about him having another family or another girlfriend. And all of his friends thinks the same way. I know it would be crushing to my mom if this was a reality. I guess my question is, do I just leave this alone? I feel so bad for my mom. I've got to do something, though. I think this original poster has not considered the idea that maybe they are the secret family. I'm just kidding. This does sound insane, though. It would be one thing if maybe you were just suspicious on your own that your dad has a secret family. But the fact that all of your friends also kind of feel the same way is enough for you to say, hey, maybe I should investigate this. You could hire like a private investigator to try and look and see what he does on a daily basis and to be honest you will know very quickly if there's some kind of deviation from his normal path during the day it doesn't make sense for him to have all this money and to make all this money from his job and then not spend it and still live in this tiny weird apartment like if he's going around all day and he travels for like concerts and stuff and he only comes home to sleep straight away and not spend time with his wife to me if i was in this person's shoes that would definitely be suspicious not to mention the receipt that was found in the car with a bunch of kids meals and a few drinks the dad clearly was not ready for someone to find that kind of receipt because he just pretended like he had never seen it before. But if you would keep that receipt and do a little bit of investigating, you'll probably see that most likely he paid with a card or something, and it might line up with the card numbers that are on his current credit card. I don't know. There's a lot of ways you could look into this, but if you have the suspicion that there might be a second family, absolutely go for it. Look into it, investigate it, try and find out if that's really true. Because if that is true, that is absolutely insane. That is a level of unfaithfulness that I can't even begin to describe. And I too also feel bad for the mom in this situation because that would be crushing for her, let alone anybody to find out that they have a secret second family. And what kind of person would have time for that? The logistics behind that and the hurdles you would have to jump through just to coordinate that is so not worth the risk. It's not even funny. But overall, hopefully this is not the case. And I would almost prefer that the dad is overworked and a little stressed out instead of going behind your back and having a second family. My boyfriend jokes about cheating, but got a bit upset about my response to these jokes. Last weekend, I stayed over at my boyfriend's place. I'm 25 years old, and my boyfriend is also 25. When we were about to take a shower, he said he hadn't done laundry, so there was no clean towel for me. I said it's fine, and I can use an old one, as I had just stayed over the last weekend. He then said, um, are you sure? And I replied, yeah, what's wrong with the old one? He then jokingly said, uh, well, because some other girl used it. To which I replied, oh really? Another girl used my towel? He had this smirk on his face and he said, are you mad? I said, no, you do whatever you want, right? And then he asked, do you think I would cheat? I replied, I don't know, because even if you cheat, I wouldn't know. He seemed to get a bit upset from my response and said, no, there was no girl and I didn't cheat. Then we brushed it off and went about our day. Now thinking back, this incident had me a bit confused and scared. I'm not sure if he was joking or telling the truth or just needing some assurance. Overall, it was a little bit of a weird situation. This is a really sketchy situation because I think maybe he was just joking, but I also wouldn't blame this girl for thinking there's some shred of truth in that. Like, 
like I have some friends who have had people cheat on them and their ex would say stuff like this as some kind of like reassurance or something like that, where they would almost approach the subject of like, hey, I might be cheating on you. Who knows? Just to try and gauge how you would respond to it. And this kind of reminds me of that. I don't know specifically if that's what's going on, but I mean, hey, crazier things have happened, right? I would just really suggest that the original poster be careful. It also seems like he's just trying to play games with her and it just seems super inappropriate. Like there's different ways to flirt with your significant other, but pretending to cheat on them, even just in joking, is really, really crude. And in my opinion, completely out of line. There's no reason to do that and it can be really damaging to a relationship if you go that route. Like just look at this situation in general. The girl comes out of it feeling confused and scared. Why would you want someone you love to feel that way? Find a new way to joke around and have some fun because continuing down that path will eventually lead in a breakup. My roommate hates me for not driving him everywhere. I am at my wits end with my roommate and I am only one more fight away from having some kind of physical altercation. I'm a 19 year old female and I moved in with my now husband about a year and a half ago. His roommates, as I've recently learned, never wanted me in the first place. I was told they agreed to move in by my husband, but according to them, that wasn't true. They have since grown somewhat fond of me, cracking jokes and even feeling more comfortable around me. Recently, one of my roommates and I have been fighting a lot. The roommate is a 23-year-old man, and I work with him at a fast food joint. However, he is technically my boss. This has caused some strain between us, but never anything we haven't had the chance to work through. We are all moving across the country in three months together. And yes, this is very important to the story. My roommate doesn't want to drive, so he carpools with me. Between all four roommates, there are only two cars. This can cause some issues with scheduling here and there when it comes to all of us working full-time jobs. Yesterday, I had the day off. One thing to do on my bucket list before our big move was to pick up my diploma from graduating high school in a town about two hours away from where we currently live. My parents live in said town, and we had planned lunch that day as well. I left at around 1 o'clock in the afternoon to make it on time before school got out and they locked the doors. Unbeknownst to me, my roommate worked that day. My other roommate could not drive him, leaving roommate to buy an Uber. He came at me today while we were in the car on the way to work. He said that I was avoiding taking him to work, that I knew he worked, and that I am never reliable. He then began raising his voice about having to spend money because of me. I told him that I have plans and my own life, and that he is 23 years old and without a license. Even if I wanted to drive him that day, I would not be able to as my old high school locks doors at 4 o'clock, which is when he needs to work. I said I am in no way obligated to drive him everywhere he needs to go, and I drive him because he's my friend and my roommate and co-worker. He continued his tirade until we finally arrived at work. I was speechless, and he, thinking he won the argument, told me when he works next that he needs a ride. However, this is when I snapped. I again reminded him that I am not his chauffeur, and I am not obligated to drive him everywhere. I told him he can find his own rides from now on, either with the other roommate, co-workers, or buying an Uber. If he didn't appreciate the free rides, then I would cut him off. He began yelling about how it wasn't fair, about how he didn't even want me in the house, and that he can't get his license as it's too late and it's way too close to our move for him to get a permit, a license, and then a car. I told him that I don't care and he can figure it out himself. My husband says I overreacted and should wait until he gets a permit in our new state before cutting him off. I personally disagree. So, tell me what you think. Is he entitled? Should I continue cutting him off? This is an easy one for me personally. Yes, absolutely. 
cut him off. He is 100% entitled. This is a 23-year-old man who does not have a driver's license. This is unacceptable. He needs to get off of his butt, get his license, and get it done. He should have done this about five or six years ago. Isn't this something that you would normally be pushed to take care of when you're in high school? I get that there's people that don't quite get their license right away, but this guy is absolutely being very entitled over a good opportunity. He should be gracious and very thankful for this person even considering giving them a ride because the way he is acting is incredibly unfair. This lady is not obligated to drive him everywhere and anywhere that he wants because yes, she has her own life and she can do whatever she pleases. I also think it's a little problematic that you're sticking around with these roommates because they all blatantly have said that they didn't want you around and that they didn't really want you as a roommate. So I would really consider if you want to move across the country just to spend any more time living with these people. Overall, you need to cut them off and have a plan to move forward because you can do a lot better than some guy trying to take advantage of your free car rides. My wife doesn't trust me and I can't keep living this way. I took out the trash recently and my wife asked me if I washed my hands, which I was going to do anyways. So I washed them up to my elbows, knowing my wife likes things excessively clean. Then she asks, wait, did you take out the garbage? At this point, I shivered with irritation because I knew what was coming next. She then says, um, can you change your shirt? No, my shirt was fine. I held the trash away from my body when I took it out. This goes on till we ignore each other and eventually I change my shirt. I hate giving in to her cleaning paranoia. I hate washing my hands as much as she already asks and it's always over every single task that she asks me to wash my hands. It's honestly soul grinding. I used to go backpacking and wash myself in a river after a few days and I was perfectly fine. I don't need to wash my hands over every every little thing that I do. And when I do wash my hands, which is very frequently throughout the day, she always asks if I use soap. Certainly some of this is my fault because there are times I straight up lie and only rinse my hands without using soap because it's overly excessive and my hands are getting too dried out. Honestly, everything is just so micromanaged. It's driving me crazy. I understand that COVID happened, but I mean, come on. This is too much. Every weekend, I just stay locked up in my small apartment because I know if I go outside, I have to take a shower when I get back, plus dealing with her getting frustrated at the idea of someone wanting to go out of the apartment at all. It's making my existence pointless. If I buy stuff for the house, like food, to feed us or our son, she gets annoyed because she has to wipe it all down, and apparently I guess she's the only one good enough to wipe it down most of the time. She has tried to let it go, but this has become a serious problem. I'm at my wit's end. I know I shouldn't have married her, but we have a son together, and we thought it would fix things. That was definitely not the case. She has no job and has been in school for quite a few years trying to get into nursing. I feel like I'll be supporting her for years and never get to enjoy my life in the slightest. If she could just trust me, I feel we could work things out. But I just feel so taken advantage of. I already do too much laundry, trash, dinner, taking my son to and from school. I'm the only one working. I'm exhausted. All of this and then some so that she can focus on school, but then keeps complaining that we never give her enough time. I don't feel like I deserve to be treated this way. I'm really thinking divorce is our best option. But I fear for her failure in the world once she has to do everything herself. She has no idea idea and zero appreciation for what I do, yet I'm supposed to appreciate her? For what? She contributes, but I don't feel like it's with anything necessary. Her mom is a gold digger, and I think she feels she deserves the same lifestyle and is angry that I can't support at the rate a millionaire does. I can never 
afford vacations, money is always spent. Just trying to stay afloat constantly. I am so done. So here's some honest advice. Don't get married to pull a relationship together or because you have a child together. I don't like my life anymore. I used to be very happy, but now I just want to be alone a lot. My son is awesome and he's everything now, but even that's difficult because of the state of my marriage. Honestly, any advice would be welcome because I'm not sure what to do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It sounds like a mess of a situation. What started off as just excessive hand washing and from the sounds of it, a wife who is very conscientious about hygiene is kind of showing this bigger picture that this is actually a really toxic environment. Being micromanaged on a daily basis over everything you do and having someone you love and trust or you would expect to love and trust you back, not trust you on the littlest things can be absolutely mind numbing. It makes you feel like you're going crazy. No one needs to be pecked at that much just to try and get something done. I really feel for the guy in this situation and I know exactly where he's coming from. You feel like you can't get anything done and nothing you ever do is good enough. I mean, the fact that he has to change his shirt and take a shower after just taking the garbage out is personally crazy to me. Like, I totally understand washing your hands after taking out the garbage. Like, that's I don't think that's unreasonable. But all the other stuff that he mentioned just seems like it's going over the line to almost obsessive. It's a shame that he thinks this is just not going to work out and that divorce might be the only option, but maybe they could try couples therapy and honestly after that if it doesn't work out then maybe he can go that route overall though hopefully they work this out and hopefully in the future he won't have to wash his hands every other minute just because someone tells him to today i messed up by accidentally unaliving some stranger's chicken by mistake this is a mandatory clarification that this did not happen today the incident occurred just over two weeks ago i didn't think much of it back then but now i realize it might be a bit more entertaining than i thought at first one of my friends and i am on this month long trip to Thailand. I have never been to Asia before, but my friend has traveled here multiple times over the years. Since he has been here before, he is knowledgeable and I trust him fully as he guides me through the adventure. We traveled in different parts of Thailand, all around big, well-known cities, and it was a lot of fun. He advised us to both rent motorcycles, but these are not quite the motorcycles that I'm used to. These are much smaller than the ones we have in North America. The motorcycles were helpful to get around, but I have essentially no experience driving at all. I had been only riding around on the motorcycle for about two or three days when this major mess up happened. The hotel we were staying at was smaller and off the main road on a small side road in the city. The road is about one small lane in each direction and is surrounded mostly by undeveloped grasslands with scattered shacks for miles before you finally get to the hotel. So I was still quite inexperienced on my bike as I'd been driving for about three hours in total. Just as some general information, in Thailand you drive on the left side of the road but the idea of lanes and the such are more of a suggestion to these people than something that they absolutely abide by. As I am nearing my hotel on this small road, I see a few chickens off to the side of the road on my left and a shack or a stall on the road that makes it a little bit of a blind corner directly past these three or four chickens. Anyways, one chicken was in the middle of the road, sort of in my path. I didn't really know what to do, but I was only going about 20 to 15 miles an hour. Like, it wasn't that fast. The distance between the stall and the chicken 
taken made it so I couldn't really go around it on the right as I couldn't see past the stall. So I sort of just went straight at the chicken. It was slow enough for it to move out of the way and it wasn't going to do much damage based on my speed. Well, that chicken definitely runs out of the way and gets out of my path as planned, but it runs to my right further into the road instead of to the left where it was closer to the grazing area. I think you know what's about to happen. Right as that happens, a car speeds around the blind corner towards me and bam, I just hear a distant popping noise and it runs over the chicken. The car just kept going and so did I back to my hotel. I did not even stop. I didn't think much of it at first to be honest, but I told my friend about how I caused the chicken to get run over and he told me that I could get in a lot of trouble if the people who own the chicken found out. Like I might have to pay them some money or something like that. Thinking back, no one was really around though to see it so nothing really happened after that regarding the chicken. As he was riding back to our hotel the next day, he saw the chicken lying still in the middle of the road. So he stopped his motorcycle, got off, and pulled the chicken onto the side of the road. This is a scary story for a few reasons, not just because the chicken is no longer with us, rest in peace, but more so that some of the laws in some of these countries can be really strange if you're not from that country and if you don't know the specific rules associated with it. Like in some countries, it's illegal to spit on the ground. You could get in trouble and spend up to like 30 days in prison. In some countries, certain gestures or the way you do things or say things can get you in a lot of trouble. So him scaring this chicken into the middle of the road and basically it getting hit by a car that didn't stop by the way which is super rude could have gotten him in a lot of trouble whenever you're traveling abroad you gotta be careful and know exactly what you can and can't do because you could potentially find yourself in a really sketchy situation and not know how to get out of it overall I'm really sad that we lost this chicken but at the end of the day it's not the original poster's fault and all you can do is just try to do better next time thanks for watching when you subscribe make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications to finish listening to all the stories use the playlist at the top of the description and the next time you live stream use the cream of the crop music search cream of the stream on spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream